KBUT, the butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 18 hours, 29 minutes, 45 seconds. Universal Time, 22 hours, 29 minutes, 50 New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Stand by. Many kinds, where can we start? We like them dumb and we like them smart. I like the ones with the pretty eyes. Well, I like all kinds of guys. Stop. What happens? How about the ones we especially like? Which ones? You know, the ones with the It is May 11th. We got a lot to talk about. We were at First Friday Beer Fest. We're going to tell you all about that, what's coming up, what we've been doing, and what you missed in the news right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the butt. This is Doctor Whoever. Hey, Doctor Whoever, let's get this show on the road. Boom. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello, Mr. Jesse. Hey, what's up? How's it going? How are you over there today? Good, good. Just hanging out. We actually got a nice, slow, relaxing start today. It wasn't stressful. I'm not, like, sweating and panicked right now. I always have a relaxing start. Uh I know you do over there. (laughs) This computer does seem to be a little slow today. I heard a little little skipping, but we'll see what happens with that. Hope it works out. It's Um, another another windy day here in Vegas. It's so windy. Like, I had, I had to shut the window. Now I'm just going to bake in here because it's just like howling out there. And you hear the trees whipping? It's insanity. But Well, let's talk about what we just did this past weekend. We were at First Friday Beer Fest. It was so much fun. We were out with a couple different members of Congress celebrating Beer Fest. People out showing their faces, listening to music, interacting with our, uh, our What Are You Fighting For punching bag. I actually want to show it because I think it's kind of fun to show what we do um, when we're not doing the show. What do you think about that, Mr. Jesse? Sounds good. Let's, uh, let's play a little clip of us at First Friday. Let's see what we got here. You can see the punching bag, people signing it. Who's this, Skip Marley, Jesse? The yeah. Skip Marley. There's one of the members of Congress. 
explaining the uh, interactive element to someone. And then on the other side, we have a, a young lady and her friend signing it with a message that means something to them. And then here comes the older gentleman doing the same thing. We had so much fun. It worked out really well, didn't it? Yeah, we had a bunch of people uh, sign the bag, uh, whether that was for abortion rights, a woman's right to choose, higher pay, affordable housing. Um, the list is extensive of what people really care about in their lives. It was a great time. We're going to be doing it again. So come out and see us at First Friday Las Vegas in the Art District. We'll be there every month. Yes! Well, should we just get into it, Jesse? Should we just get into what's happened over this past week where we've been hanging out doing other things? Let's go. What are you waiting for? All right, let's get into it. Let's <laughs> get into it, Mr. Jesse. All right, let's go. Here we go. All right, so those escaped prisoners slash prison guard were caught, right? Yeah. The escaped yeah. convict Casey White and prison guard, her last name was White too, right? Vicky White, no relation, caught and apprehended somewhere in Alabama, somewhere down south, right? One person was apprehended, right? Well, the, the, the guy, Casey White, the tall guy, almost seven foot criminal, but the Vicky White, the... Um, security, what do you call it there? What do you do when you work at a prison? Officer. Corrections officer. She, um, I guess she shot herself in the car during a police chase and she ended up dying, we found out at the gym yesterday. So this was like a long story of, of love, of a prison love gone wrong. <laughs> and uh, I, guess, I guess when you're around these people that long, Casey White, age 38, Vicky White, age 56. So big age difference here. They were stopped in Evansville. I think it's in Indiana. And um, they stayed in a car wash, I heard, overnight. Then they just basically ended up going on the run. Um, they stole a car. They had a car that didn't really work. And during this chase, it's assumed that uh, the woman, the corrections officer, ended up shooting herself. Because he's like, I didn't shoot her. I didn't shoot her. And he was calling her his wife. Crazy story. So she sold her house oh, and she put did. in That's paperwork right. to retire, right? So She did. This is all before. It was kind know, of she... planned, but not very well. Yeah. I mean, it, you're not going to be able to escape a fugitive that's six foot nine. There's not many right? places you're going to be able to go. Where are you going to go where nobody's going to see you? Because the whole I mean, thing is blending in, and you're just not going to blend in very well. It's just a poor plan. Poor plan. I mean, they don't look like the most intelligent people in the world, um, but, you know. Well, somebody else that who knows what's going on with, Vladimir Putin. There's all kinds of stories. I heard one yesterday that he has a, uh, some lady has came out that's part of the military and says that he's impregnated her and... Uh, she's about to have his baby. And there's another story saying he's going um, in for surgery for stomach cancer. Have you heard any of these? I haven't heard any of those. Obscure? Actually. I mean, they're like all over the place. But this one was actually on the New York Post. Um, Putin to undergo cancer surgery. Um, again, don't really know the validity of these. Um, because I mean, some, some, well, somebody pointed up, out. He's up there in age. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not is, like it's unrealistic. Is, yeah. But somebody I mean, pointed out, like, do you remember back in the election for Hillary Clinton um, and against Donald Trump in the beginning? Like, everybody's like, oh, she's on death's door. She's going to die any day now. And she's kicking just fine. You know what I mean? I mean, I think it's propaganda. The thing with the news is you just. That's the word they can In Russia, you never know quite sure what is real and what's fake. That's the thing. So. You don't know. Huh, we'll see. Who knows what that. 
And also, we have some good companies out there. Good companies. Yes! Uh, Amazon is one of these on this list, but there's quite a few. These are the list of the companies, and it's growing, who will pay for abortion services or to get you to an abortion if you can't have one within the state you live in and work for these companies. Uh, what do we got? What, what's on the list? We got Tesla. What else? So you got Tesla. You got Citibank. Uh, Amazon. I'm trying to open the article. There's oh, of course. Yeah, it's a Wall article. Street no Journal. Point. I'm not going to pay but... $2.99 a month for the one. <laughs> once a month, I want to see a Wall Street Journal. I get the <laughs> I get the idea here. Companies are standing up for their workers and saying, hey, you know, like, we'll help you out. We'll help you out a little bit. You know, if you if you were in your face, Supreme Court. You know, but I, but I get that, too. I mean, obviously, people are like, well, they just don't want their employees to be pregnant so they can continue to work. But it's also, keep in mind, like 64%, if not more at this point, are in favor of women having a right to decide whether or not you know they choose to have a child. Mm-hmm. So these companies are obviously on on the correct path. So it's like I always say with the marketing and companies um, like Tide. Ten years ago, you'd see Tide commercials and it'd be like a a black mom and a white dad and this ethnically ambiguous child. And then fast forward, it's two moms and kids that don't look anything like them and these big weird families of all different shades and colors and sizes. And um, go ahead and take Mr. Go ahead and take a work call, Mr. Jesse. It's perfectly fine. We know you got to work around here. So busy, always so busy and so professional at the same time. Jesse, he'll never say his real name on air, but listen for that accent. He's our Ivy League educated Latinx political expert and way overqualified for this podcast. So these companies that are trying to protect people's rights to an abortion and health care, I think they're on the right side of history. Marketing companies have been doing it for so long. They look at the trends and try to predict the future because they want to sell to the young people, the people they're going to be buying for years to come. They don't care about grandma who doesn't like the gays or whatever. Grandma's not going to be around for much longer buying Crest toothpaste. Um, the world is a changing. And um, the world has changed for someone, Derek Chauvin. Um, He has reached his plea agreement in federal civil rights trial over George Floyd's death. I need you to help me in here say all these words I can't say very well. (laughs) Take this piece of candy out of my mouth. Now I was just talking about um, the judge has accepted Derek Chauvin's plea agreement in this federal civil rights trial over George Floyd's death. Um, so the Minneapolis cop that killed George Floyd um, with his knee on the neck, he will be sentenced to 20 to 25 years in prison. What's your opinion on that, Mr. Jesse? You think that's, you know, that's a, well, how old is he now? Like 50, 60? So, I mean, 70, I mean, you 80, know, a lot of these, basically uh, life. Well, a lot of these punishments are, it's a statement, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even if you know someone's not going to live that long, uh, these these are statements. Because even when you say 25 to life, it's not just the 25 years. You have to go to a board. The board has to approve you to get mm. out. So even if you like reach that 25, yeah, it's a pro board. Oh, so okay. not only do you have to, it's 25 years to life. So it's minimum 25 years. And then the board has to decide whether or not you're suitable to to go home. So that could be an additional 10 years, 15 years in many cases. So this is something that more than likely he's, he'll, he'll die in prison. Well, well, I don't know if I should say good. I mean, I, again, I said in the beginning, I can feel a little bit for, um, you know, someone of these, these people's families, I guess is what it is. I think I feel worse for. Um, 
And I think you saw everybody you know saw I mean? the video of with George Floyd, you, and yeah, yeah. and no one's no one's saying you can't take that back, and no one's saying that you know people shouldn't be arrested. Then you'll figure this out. But it's just have some compassion for people. These everybody's a human being, regardless mm-hmm. of what they're going through. But what we saw in those those videos were just inhumane. Uh, people were asked were calling for him to to take his knee off his neck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and he, he just was screaming for purposefully for help. Didn't. It's just we need to have more humanity when we're dealing with things. And I think the correct you know sentence was rendered. Um, and we, we saw this nation was outraged as a whole. This isn't just you know my opinion. This is the opinion of the majority of the people in this country that felt that were completely outraged and created and sparked a movement Definitely. Um, throughout this country. And it was a first kind of like time that something like that has happened. It was caught on video broadcasted worldwide for everyone to see and watch as many times as they want and analyze. And like I said, my, my feeling bad is for his kids. I believe he did have some kids and, because your dad's, in your opinion, your dad was just doing his job, and now he's made a, you know, example for the entire world. But he did kill somebody. I mean, I don't. It's it's, it's a very hard situation. But um, this is for society to decide: was this right? Was this wrong? And what measures can be put in place so we don't have these gray zones anymore, where a police officer ends up putting themselves in this kind of a circumstance? that someone did end up dying or could end up dying, and then they are forced to spend the rest of their lives in jail and their families alone and not having income from them and just all these people that are affected, all because of bad policies that were made years ago that continue to be just left alone and swept under the rug until something like this actually brings it to light. But we don't talk about that all day. I think that was good. Let's mm-hmm. talk about somebody I like to talk about even more. The Trumpinator. So do you remember when I said about a year ago, I was like, Jesse, just wait. Just wait till all these people start writing books. All these books be writing, all these books be coming out. It's getting crazy. And this little clip is from, I think, Lindsey Graham talking about um, how awful Donald Trump was on January 6th and how great it would be if Joe Biden were to be elected president. <laughs> have you heard this? I have not. This is from the same writer's... Um, that brought us the the wonderful one-liners from Trump, like, can we just bomb Mexico? Or can we just shoot protesters? Um, I'll play the clip and let you listen to it yourself. Sample of Republican senators changing their tune. The two New York Times reporters who wrote the new book about the 2020 election and its aftermath are releasing more audio of Republicans reacting to the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Jonathan Martin interviewed Senator Lindsey Graham on January 6th, after the Capitol attack, in which Graham praises Joe Biden and then criticizes Donald Trump's behavior during the insurrection. We'll actually come out of this thing stronger. Moments like this reset. It'll take a while. People will calm down. People All right, so if you can't hear what he's saying, he says, we'll actually come out of this thing stronger. Moments like this reset. People will calm down. People will say, I don't want to be associated with that. It isn't that what we said would happen? So funny. And it actually has happened. But what I think, so f- what my favorite thing about this clip is like, look at this picture of Lindsey Graham. Look how young he looks in that. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> all kind of creepy that, and that stuff. is what, you know, 
was the situation, you know, after, during January 6th. This is what, you know, Republicans were saying during the attack and days mm-hmm. after the attack. Mm-hmm. That's not the case anymore. No, you know but I mean? that's Everybody, the thing. All these, these audio recordings are coming out, and it makes them look even stupider now. That you did say it, and then you claim you didn't say it, and you're trying to twist yourself into pretzel to make something bad seem good, and then it actually comes out that you really did say it, and there's these, ama- this is probably one of the least clear ones I've heard, there's these amazingly clear audio recordings of it. But that's, that's the thing, though. Like I, I just don't feel like the American people are holding the Republicans as accountable not yet. As, as they should for January It's not 6th. done yet. Well, just look right now. Well, we we saw the last you know tapes. There wasn't much repercussions from the Republican Party. Yeah, but this is not um, this is not this is not it. They're, 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 they haven't no, finished I'm just the, saying the what we've January seen before. Thing. All we can do oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. all do all we can do is take these these tapes and whatever released mm-hmm. now, and then take it with current information mm-hmm. and how people are reacting to it. We're not seeing this you know swift backlash and oh he's a liar and such and such. It's people just brushing it off. And so I'm a little hesitant to say, like, there's going to be a, a huge amount of change that comes from a lot of these tapes. And I'm hoping that from the committee, we'll get some more, you know, um, movable information that will change people's minds. But at this current time, I don't feel like Republicans are changing their mind or feel like the, their representatives that are currently in power need to be removed with someone else, whether that's Republican or Democrat. They're, they seem to be pretty content with keeping them in power. So I, not only do I find that troubling uh, with the society we live in, um, it doesn't give me much hope for there being much movement of progress when, when it comes to learning from our mistakes. Well, thank you. Wah, wah. Well, I'm not normally the one on the bright side, but I think that if they market all this stuff the right way to the American people and market it as fact and can show video and audio and put it all together and show these people were in these places and have communication from the Proud Boys. Some Apparently the Proud Boys is giving dirt on connections straight to lead to Donald Trump. This came out just a couple of days ago. So like there's all these different pieces of a puzzle that they're trying to put together. And we're just seeing this little trickle. Like we're just... We're not even getting the corners of the puzzle. We're just getting like a random piece of a sky here and there like that we can't even tell. But I think there is just a massive amount of information out there that they are ready to show. And I hope and goddamn pray that they are working with some kind of marketing or PR firm to display this to the people just as good as they displayed how Bill Clinton was getting a BJ by Monica Lewinsky or displayed the Benghazi or all that kind of crap that, that you know, Republicans are so good at like shoving in everybody's faces. Like, look what they did. Look what they did. And look what they're doing. I hope that the Democrats are able to do better than they did on the um, impeachment hearings and actually prove a case that Trump was involved, his people were involved, and all those little people that were fighting for him were basically a little, little Trump army ready to take over the country. In your face, but I like to see what happens, don't you? It'll be interesting. No, it's definitely going to be interesting. We'll see how things play out. We shall see. All right, what else we got? What else we got? I think that's it for that right now, Mr. Jesse. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited. I kind of want to jump to the, the next news story. Well, let's but... get it. Let's get into the new, new news, Mr. Jesse. Okay, let's go. All right, let's get into the new, new news that you need to know right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. Take one, two, but it ain't the 
What you got over there, Mr. Jesse? What's the good news for today? Well, this isn't good news. This is just the news that you pulled up. But human remains surfacing in drought-stricken Lake Mead, uh, which is the water reservoir here in here in Las Vegas. And it, it's giving people some reminders of the times that the mob was in control of Vegas. The mob days. And there's no telling, authorities say, how many bodies they will find now that Lake Mead is starting to have less water in it. But if you go out there right now, it's like every YouTuber in the state is down there trying to, like, YouTube and stuff. I mean, I think a lot of people forget, like, the mob controlled Vegas. And it was, not only was it called Sin City for, uh, you know, the gambling and the prostitution time, but it, because it was dangerous. True. It was, it was one of those places where I think so many movie references, like, there's a lot of land out here to go missing. You know what I mean? Cement and, blocks and, and anybody on that's, Yeah, anybody that's driven from, you know, L.A. to Vegas knows that there's... Nothing but desert in between. So, That's right. So just just imagine how many bodies ended up in Lake Mead at the time. Mm. Well, I thought you were going to start with this good news. The authorities are preparing to extradite escaped inmate Casey White with his crazy wife who died. The other White. <laughs> Back to Alabama after the dramatic manhunt ends. So this is like a little conclusion on that story. I give it a little bit more information. So I guess she did die and they are sending her back. They're sending him back, and I guess he's going to be, like, in high security now, right? Like, you'll just, you know, there's no way he'd ever get out again, right? Yeah, I kind of went over that story. I was kind of over it. Yeah, it's all right. I just wanted to, I just <laughs> want to, I just want to flick, it, flick it again one more time. But also we have that um, 5 million Americans could be losing Medicaid coverage when the COVID pandemic ends. And what's that all about? Is this some kind of special thing that was thrown in there, and, like, now they're going to give people something and take it away? Yeah, so, Indian givers, I say. So, I mean, it was you know, 5 to 14 million uh, Americans could lose uh, Medicaid coverage, which was given during, you know, the pandemic because people needed to have coverage, especially mm-hmm. with so many people out of work. Uh, so, yeah, this is something that was planned, you know, to, to take place. And it was just a matter of time before some of these restrictions or pandemic so moratoriums stupid. were lifted. It's like, did we learn anything? Most of the people that died, died because they had, like, pre-existing conditions. And now you're going to take Medicare coverage away from people so they're not going to be able to go to a doctor to take care of themselves, find out if they have pre-conditions, and then get treatment for them. So it's just just ridiculous. This is America. This is America stupidity right there on full display. Um, You want to take the next one? Sure. So Trump says he has... No Trump organi- organization cell phones sure. and ask judge to end contempt fines. Sure, he does. Please, I even keep all my old cell phones. This is ridiculous. So um, if you don't know about this, Trump is being sued or he's in court. And it has to do with a lot of the campaign stuff. And they want these phones because these phones have tons of data on them. Um, this New York attorney general, she's fining him $10,000 a day. Isn't that what it is? Yep. And he's already racked up $140,000. Um, because he doesn't want to give over these phones. And he's just like, oh, I just, I just don't have them. Sorry. Like, that doesn't work. I'm so, that just doesn't work. Hmm. And what else anyway, do we got? Anyway, in Trump-related news, as everybody knows, Elon Musk from Twitter. Go ahead, play the Twitter song. <laughs> I do love the Twitter song. There you go. Yeah, so Elon Musk, who is in the process of buying Twitter... Uh, says he will reverse the ban on Donald Trump 
and bring him yes. back to Twitter. I love it. I'm so happy. I can't wait. I mean, you're one of the few people that... Oh, please. I it's am. the best marketing for Twitter as well, because, like, who's cared about Twitter since Trump left? The last time I remember Twitter being talked about was when they banned Trump. And now Elon Musk is on. It's in the news again. And then they're going to bring... Of course they're going to bring Trump back. That's, like, the best... Literally the best PR they could have. I love it. It's a great idea. And then he's going to go crazy. That's because you like chaos in your I do life. like the chaos. Well, Jesse... Just since you said Not to whoever. you said you said chaos over there, mm. and um, I mean North Carolina, there is some chaos down there with their Congress guy, right? Well, yeah, you just said North Carolina. Obviously, there's something going mm. on there. If y'all ever come to North Carolina, folks, y'all better uh, y'all better have your ducks in a row and uh, be prepared to not be amazed. Y'all be cool, stay classy. I learned the world, North Carolina. All right, so um, Madison Cawthorn is back in the news and um, edit again. <laughs> this is such a weird, this is a weird one. So there's a video of the congressman naked in a bed. He says this is from years ago, so I assume this is not. Well, he's not very old, so it's not that many years ago. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, but so I no, assume well, he just, wasn't I'm in Congress. His, his, I'm just referencing yeah. like he's not a six-year-old con- Congress member who no, no, made no, a no, videotape no. when he was, you know, 19, no, no, no. 20. He's con- a young Congressman guy. Congressman Cawthorn is, is fairly young. He's so probably he says, under 30. So when he says this like happened that. when I was young, he means like a couple years ago. Yeah, so, so I mean, it hasn't been that long ago. some perspective on that. And um, so the video... Shows a hotel room, it appears to be, in a wheelchair, kind of near a bed. But then you just see, like, a naked guy kind of thrusting, and you see a butt, and you see some shoulders, and then you see a head pop up kind of below. And this strange, just a strange noise. I, I guess we'll have, to, we'll have to play a little bit of it just to get the context. <laughs> Did he say is your penis in my face? Yeah. Okay, I never even heard so, that the so, last time. Okay, so I'll put it on mute, and then maybe it will be easier to like explain. Maybe as we talk, we'll we'll talk it through as it's on mute. How about that? Sure. Because <laughs> it's it's a lot it's going nice. on. There's like a lot going on here. So it's so you see a head pop up, and it's like, and he's kind of like kind of fake hitting him, and then he's like, I think it is all fake and funny. It is, but it's just like. If I you're mean, so it's, homophobic it's, it's and everything, you know I mean? it's embarrassing. If you're, like, you know what I mean? This is, it's just an odd thing to be doing. And again, maybe it's he's in a wheelchair. Maybe it's more of like funny because he's crippled or something. I don't know. It's just an odd thing. Um, it definitely makes that song <laughs> definitely makes that song have a different meaning every time I hear it now. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just not something you want to see out of your representative you would expect them to not have these kind of videos out when you're when you're running for congress um it's it's interesting you know what i mean and i and i think a lot of uh these tapes are surfacing because cawthorn has made a lot of you know enemies just recently including within his own party you know saying that republican you know, friends have invited him to orgies and cocaine-filled parties. Oh, yeah, the real... And just recently, there's been these videos being released of Cawthorn. Um, so it's, it's interesting what, what else could come out. I don't know if this is it or not. 
All right, yeah, he's kind of interesting. Um, I, f- I find I find it fascinating that somebody has this much dirt on him. Like, you know, I guess they're really after him because that's a lot of dirt to have on someone. Um, don't you kind of agree? Well, I mean, like, that just shows you what kind of lifestyle he was living. If true, if these okay, I give are you so that easily accessible. Yeah, if that, yeah, I agree. Because yeah, yeah, we're just talking about the what was it? The last week before he was, you know, in a picture in in drag. With, but again, uh, that's nothing bad about it. It's nothing that. bad, but it is something when you're anti-LGBTQ. Like, I'm, a, I, I'm silly every once in a while. I do silly things, not quite as silly as, you know, this, like humping somebody's face, you know, on video, on a video camera, you know, like, you know. I mean, it's not that kind of Friday night. <laughs> uh, JK. That's the thing. Like, I would never do that. I would never do something like that on camera, with, especially knowing that I had any kind of... Um, you know, any kind of aspirations to be in Congress or anything. I don't know. Mm. Well, let's move on, Mr. Jesse. I think we have some um, healthy is hard in the news again. Oh, boy, 3 a.m. Another beautiful day. So Starbucks is offering a chocolate-flavored coffee, Jesse. This sounds delicious. Why don't they have this already? It's supposed to like taste like the little, you know, the little chocolates you get at like, you know, like give you away at Christmas time anyway. or something. You never I'd have one like one. I, I want one. Like at Christmas, I'll have like one of those toasted gingerbread lattes or whatever. But like it's, just one to enjoy. This sounds it sounds like diabetes. It does. Happen. There's so much sugar in them, but it looks freaking delicious. And in other news, um, Dolly Parton apparently loves Mexican pizzas as much as you and I and everybody else does out there. So the Mexican um, pizzas that were discontinued, right? Yeah, but I guess Mexican pizzas are making a comeback, Mr. Jesse. Let's see okay. what they have to say. And and before I even play this video, I want you to tell me who the man is in the story. Okay. Dolly Parton from the Rock and Roll Who is that? The Taco speaking? Bell stage. Yes. It's Carson Daly. Oh, my God. Look how fat he got. He is huge. Jesus Christ, he looks like Peter Griffin. Dolly Parton from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to the Taco Bell stage. Taco Bell. Busy month for the Queen of Country. On Monday, Dolly has revealed that she's going to be joining the Mexican fast food chain's TikTok musical. That's right. To celebrate okay. Okay. the return of the popular Mexican pizza oh. menu item to Taco Bell. Is it a musical? Bell and Dolly are joining forces to put on a show. Rapper Doja Cat and TikToker Vic- Victor Kunda also set to appear in Mexican Pizza, the musical. Right, and if that's that. not enough, the music is being written by Grammy-winning duo Abigail Barlow and Emily Bear. Those are your buddies. Yeah, yes. Those are the two girls from Bridgerton. That's uh, right. Uh, okay, that's enough of that, Mr. Jesse. All right, well, I want to know what you think about this next story coming up, Mr. Jesse, okay? Okay. All right, you know I think all these kids are fat nowadays. I see all these little fat kids everywhere. There are these little fat, fat, fat kids not doing anything, being all fat everywhere. Um, Jeez, these hey, two got some issues with whatever with it is. I'm sorry, like kid, 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 no, but your kids should not be fat. You shouldn't be letting your kids sit inside and get fat and eat Cheetos and Happy Meals all day. It's just ridiculous, especially down the South, where like these two Kentucky parents, they are going to be under investigation from Child Protective Services for having their six-year-old join them in like a fun run marathon thing with, I think, almost like a dozen other family members. So um, apparently the kid took like eight and a half hours or something like that to even finish the marathon, which means you basically could be walking or slowly jogging to get through. The kid even said he did want to stop a couple times. 
to like get a snack and you know the parent probably picked him up and carried them part way but i'll just throw this out to you should a parent is that child abuse to have your kid go on a, a marathon do a marathon no idea. It depends on what, what is this marathon? Just a marathon, like the Boston I mean, no, marathon or any kind of marathon. Marathons differ. I mean, is it like a 5K? No, is it's like, like a, a marathon. I think marathons are always marathon. a certain amount, like whatever, whatever, 26 point whatever. I've never done one because, you know, I, I don't need to pay somebody to run, but other people find it enjoyable to pay people to run for some reason. But like a marathon, like it's probably like, I don't know, 20 miles, say that. But it's like you do it all day long. It's like... Think about a kid walking around Disney World. They walk 20 miles a day. You know what I mean? It's just silly. It's just people putting their nose in other people's business. That's what I say about that, Mr. Jesse. You don't think so? I don't know. I mean, it, it depends. I don't know if if child is physically able to Of course to they are. That. Okay, let's put I, all these things out there. Because you the can't child just, is physically you able. Can't, you can't, just, you can't just say, like, oh, so just because they're promoting physical health, which is a great thing, that in some regard it's not too strenuous on a six-year-old child yeah and if and it's I'm too strenuous the then you then you like i'm, I'm here up dying well, no, or something talking, the kid didn't die you. he's just fine i am talking okay, continue. thank you continue. the article even says that the child was crying and and it was asking to move slower so i mean so it, it's yeah it's again lot. how many times have you been to an amusement park and you see a kid crying when they're like waiting in line or walking that's what kids do Wah, that's all they do all that's all they do but then they run and they get some chips and you give them some orange juice and they're happy again Kids cry every 30 seconds. That's not, it's not child abuse because your kid cries a little bit. That's my opinion. But I like how we have different opinions on things, Mr. Jesse. My opinion is usually more on tune. But... Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, go <laughs> no, ahead but, I, but I think it depends. I mean, if, if the kid um, is enjoying, there's, there's a certain level to it. The kid's enjoying himself. I just don't know if a six-year-old kid is, is recommended physically able to, to do something like that. The same way, you know, we don't have kids work, you know, in, in minds because it's not no, physically. The kid wasn't in a mind. Well, he I'm was, saying, he was I'm, walking I'm, on a I, track. I am relating it to strenuous work activity on a child's body. What's that TV That's show in what? Japan we were watching where the two-year-olds have to go get flowers and the, the um, chimichangas or whatever from the store? Yeah, well, I mean, the only reason we don't do that here is because you don't even want to walk in, in some neighborhoods, let well, alone a two-year-old If I was child. in Japan and I had my little flag, I felt all safe, it would no, be fine. No, we'll get you a flag. Why don't you tell me about the next story? Because I know you've been following this much more closely than I have, the uh, Roe versus Wade Supreme Court issue. Hillary Clinton kind of piped in to give her two cents, and I do find her kind of interesting. And her, her quote or question back to people is, once they come after this, what are they going to come after next? And it, would that be something that you care about if you might not care about this situation? I think she's trying to unify people and bring people together under the understanding that, you know, if, if they can come after one thing that seemed like it was so projected that affects so many people, look, not, look out, you know, they're after you next. I mean, it, it's a completely valid um, comment because, you know, so much of the laws that we have that have come through the Supreme Court have in some way taken Roe v. Wade and, you know, personal a person's personal space and personal lives to make so many different laws, including, you know, gay marriage. Um, so if Roe v. Wade is overturned, it is a matter of time of what else can be overturned. And, and it's, it's starting to discuss, like, well, what purview does the government have in our personal lives who is the government to tell us you know what we can do um and and it seems like it's usually 
these are usually affecting, you know, women or LGBT people or people of color. So it's usually marginalized communities or people that have, you know, faced some type of oppression whose rights are now being subject to being overturned. And especially with Roe v. Wade, this is something that's, you know, this isn't, you know, something that just happened a few years ago. This is something, you know, kids have grown up with, even people's parents. For the last 50 years, this has been the law of the land. And for it to be overturned with these conservative, you know, Republican appointed judges, it does it does cause some concern because at this point, what is next on the chopping block? When and when you talk about you know government having less control of your lives, this is the complete That's opposite. This Everybody's is the bitching about the masks, you know, yeah, I mean, and everything. People were upset about sure. having to get a vaccine and you mm-hmm. know having to wear a mask. This takes it to a whole new level now, to where the government is going to tell you what you can and can't do with your body, and then we're going to go back to who you can marry. It was like, where does it end? You know what I mean? When we have government stepping into our lives, and I think this country. We, we believe we have all these inalienable rights to do whatever we want, um, but that seems to be not the case anymore. And I feel like we're we're kind of dealing with issues that were our parents dealt with in the fifties. Yeah, it's you know like the, the concept we scary. did for our event. You know, what are you fighting for? You know, a, yeah. new, a new generation and just refighting you know, for from another talking, fight that already happened. Yeah, from talking with you know young people out there, older people out there, you know, every age demographic. Women are pissed. And people are ready you to mean, talk. Women, women are pissed. They're, Teachers they're not, are pissed not, about other things, you know. Yeah. So, like, it, they're already a little – people are already a little angry. If, if, if the Democratic Party can figure out a way to harness this anger and push it towards a cause that people can all get around because it's not just abortion. It's about your rights, your body, and your right to yeah, choose what it, you do in your own home – and within your own body. Because that is true. Like, even if, you know, you're not someone that is, you know, for, you know, abortion, which is perfectly fine. If you don't want one, don't have one. Mm-hmm. But it, it also comes down to, it's a matter of time. If, if this, you know, gets overturned, what's next? Eventually, it's going to deal with something that is important to you in your life. And why wait for it to get that far? And especially with, you know, Roe v. Wade, women have always had this right so it's it's kind of crazy that we're allowing you know the republican party to to dictate what women do in their lives and just today you know there was a vote in the senate to codify which means to put it into the constitution that women will have this right and no i mean it's not it happened a few hours ago oh that's breaking news okay it's breaking breaking news news, justin feel free to turn your head and cough what do we got yeah so um the Senate today voted on a House bill, which was to codify the right to abortion. Uh, what does that abortion. mean exactly? I was, I was like, I was saying before. It oh, you keep it. That it, it puts it into law mm. to where you know, I mean, no matter what happens in the Senate, kind of how the no matter what happens in in the Supreme Court, kind of how the state here protected yeah. gay marriage in the it's, Constitution. It's, yeah, it's a law of the gotcha. land, regardless of you know how this vote goes goes into play. But, and. And so today, every single Republican voted against this, including Joe Manchin, who does normally vote with with Democrats, uh, voted against this. So it's it's really clear, like who that's what they wanted though to put them on record, right? Well, I mean, and I think it's so important to to people when when you're making your decision, when you're upset, to know where to put your anger towards, because there are people that are fighting for your rights and. You know, I mean, really trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And then you had today, it's a complete show that, you know, every single Republican 
in the Senate voted to not allow women to have these rights. And I think it's sad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not that, you know what I mean, abortion is an issue in, in, in my life. But, you know, my mom had an abortion. Um, and that was always a woman's right to choose with their medical physician what's best for them, what's best for their health. Uh, not not some old white guy mm-hmm. in D.C. Uh, deciding what a woman should do with her body because that's that's no way to that's no no one wants some someone someone who doesn't know those type of issues to even have a say so in what they do. And you know the the intro to this show starts out with the song from Third Eye Blind that says you're the one that's getting played right now by the game they're playing, and it's talking about standing up for yourself fighting for your rights, joining together. And that is still what people are going to have to do. And this could be the mechanism to do that. Get people on record. That's what they wanted. Now you know who's fighting for you and who's not fighting for you. And you can go out and make change. That's why we wanted to start this show, so we could spread the truth, but the truth of our own opinions. And, you know, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. The thing is also is that, you know, I mean, we've, We've gotten so used to so many things being, you know, just the way it is. Mm -hmm. And it's not that long ago where interracial marriage Mm -hmm. uh, was illegal. I remember I told you this story. Growing up, uh, a white doctor moved beside my family, and um, he had a black lady that was helping to move in. And my dad found out that that was the guy's wife, and he just kind of made a little comment about it. It It wasn't anything too bad or the worst thing in the world I've ever heard, but it was more of like a shock and like, oh, a doctor, why would a doctor marry a black person? But this is, you know, 10, 15 years ago. That's how it was in the South, and there's still people that think that way. I don't think my dad thinks that way anymore. I think he's been educated, but you have to allow yourself to be educated and grow, and the people that will... We'll move on and march on with society, and the people that don't will be left behind. Yeah, but and like I was saying in, in reference to, you know, this was 50 years ago. Well, not that long ago, women didn't have the right to vote either mm-hmm. in this country. Um, so women have gone through, you know, so many political movements along with the civil rights movement fighting for equal rights. And this is just a huge blow to, to women's rights and just women in general having autonomy over their bodies. Another show I was listening to, it might have been NPR or something. They were talking about um, different sexual acts that were criminalized up until like 2000 and I don't know, like six or something. You know what I mean? Like I was in college or just graduating high school around that time. I would be a felon, Jesse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, applause. Good thing we've moved on as a society and we are working towards greatness and the other people can just be left behind in the dust Right, Mr. Jesse? Yes, sir. All right. Well, let's get on to some money news. It's crazy right now. One million, two million, three million, four. Look, my bitch is all bad. My niggas all real. I ride his dick in some big tall hills. Big fat checks. Big large bills. Front out. It is a little skippy out there today. The internet is, uh, we're having some uh, skippy issues with the internet signal today, but that's all right. Well, you know, Jesse, we talked about this the other day. You are not imagining it. Concerts are so expensive. They're the most, gas prices and concert tickets are like some of the most expensive things they've ever been in history right now. Yeah, I mean, I've wanted to see a couple shows. I'm like, I'm not paying that much money to go see a concert. Mm. It's just not going to happen. Especially, you know, you're not going by yourself. So if you're in a relationship, you got to pay for that times two. Yeah. So, I mean, if the ticket's 250 that's $500 just to get into the show and not including what you're going to spend on parking, 
and you know drinks while you're there we're starting to look like uh it's starting to become a a vacation to paris after at that point you know what i mean <laughs> seriously so yeah i'll pass and um u.s retail gasoline prices has hit the highest average price ever on record 437.4 is that what it is yeah i mean i, I paid yesterday here in in north las vegas uh, I think it was five ten a gallon. Goodness gracious! Sorry, so I mean, that's, we're a little bit above average here in, in Vegas. I think we have the second highest gas prices in the country. Goodness gracious! And I wouldn't think this would be somewhere that had like that high of gas prices. You know what but I mean? No, that's the thing, though. Like when we moved because it's a from, tourist place. I don't even know what the reason why. I don't drive that much. So we moved here a few years ago. Uh, I remember we moved here from California, and the gas prices was at least a dollar thirty, dollar forty cheaper than it was in 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 LA. But mm-hmm. it seems like it's caught up to us very quickly. And and this isn't something that you know that that old Uncle Joe of Joe Biden can can really change. This is old something. Joe. Let's is, go, Brandon. This is a this is a petroleum. This is a free market issue uh, that you know the government has little control over than releasing a million barrel of gasoline from the Federal Reserve. Not the Federal Reserve, the Federal... Uh, and we were talking about the yeah, stockpile. The stockpile, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, let's so, I mean, get some gas, people. Release the gas. Give us the fuel. Uh, well, if you want to fly right now, too, airplane tickets are crazy expensive as well. I was kind of glad that something happened. I didn't have to go back to North Carolina. That ticket was going to be like $600. But if I would have bought it early when I first looked, it would have been like less than 200 You have to really 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 plan in advance but i know you like these budget airlines have you seen all these uh the new generation of budget airlines they're talking about i have not seen these but i've always been a fan of it when you go to europe there's it's so easy to travel there for so cheap literally the cost of an uber ride you can go from like paris to to barcelona so i'm, I'm definitely a fan i, I don't can't mind. pronounce all these but the ones there's one called breeze airways and then av velo airlines uh, play we got the tech angle play that sounds like a cool one well, no, this will be interesting because some of them went out of business during the um, during the pandemic. And I, I mean, some of these, I've heard some different concepts of like almost having like a metro style where you kind of stand up. I could stand up for 45 minutes from Athens to Amsterdam or something. I don't know, you know. And we've been, we stood up for a bus that long. So I mean, we slept in a bus station in Spain. <laughs> That's always fun stuff. Fun. It makes it more fun doing that. Well, domestic airfare is expected to be higher than ever this summer. So people want to travel, and it's expensive, and the gas prices are expensive. So it's like, when everybody talks about these prices, just look at yourself. Like, you, do you want to go on vacation? Yes. Are you going to go on vacation because the gas prices are still expensive? Yes. If you check yes, then you're part of the problem. Are you going to fly somewhere still? Yes. If you check yes, then you're part of the problem because you're buying into all these things. Then you're complaining about it. And then that's why they keep raising the prices. <laughs> but whatever. It's supply and demand, people. Economics major right here. Don't forget. <laughs> I love this next story. Have you, have you heard this? American Express, what they're, what they're going to do? I have not. Well, American Express. We have American Express, I think. Um, they're going to let you cancel your flight for any reason and refund you. Okay. It's going to get you 75% of the reimbursement on non-refundable trips. I like it. I like, I like it, it too. That would make me actually, you know, use my American Express for all um, like travel purposes. And I feel like that's probably what they're trying to do, right? When you think like... Oh, yeah, obviously. That's their goal is to um, just get you to um, 
always use American Express is almost like your travel card. And I think that's what they kind of want to do anyway, right? Like, our whole kind of concept is like, use us when you're traveling around the world. That's why it's called like American Express. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I used to get traveler's checks. I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. What else we got? Um, do we want to read this one or we want to move on? Let's see. Let's do it. Yellen be Yellen. Janet Yellen. What, what's her job again? I always forget. Treasury Secretary. Treasury Secretary. That's right. Well, Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, she is warning that eliminating abortion rights would have a very damaging effect on the economy. Um, not quite sure exactly why, but my first thought would be if a bunch of people start having kids that they don't really want and can't really take care of, that's going to have an effect on government benefits and things like that. Children going into the system. Uh, am I, do you think I'm on the right track here just by being a normal, everyday person just you know throwing out some ideas of possibilities yeah i mean it, it makes sense because even if you think of the long-term repercussions of you know women that are able to have an abortion and then later go on and go to college and get a degree get a master's degree become you know professionals in a workspace that make a decent amount of money which obviously would contribute to the economy you got to think about the amount of women that get put in a situation where they're not able to have an abortion and they end up having a kid uh, relying on you know government services to support themselves as opposed to actually uh, supporting the economy with you know advanced education. Mm-hmm. Well, she says, I believe that eliminating the right of women to make decisions about when and whether to have children would have very damaging effects on the economy and would set women back decades. Yeah, so it is true. So I'm reading in the article, it says, it enabled women to finish school that increased their earning potential. It allowed women to plan and balance their families and careers. And research also shows that it had a favorable impact on the well-being and earnings of their children as well. So this is gener- yes! this is generational impact that, that she's mentioning now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roe v. Wade and access to reproductive health and access to reproductive health care, including abortion, helped lead to increase labor force participation, Janet Yellen said. And we talked about that when we were talking about these companies. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want somebody to have to take off all that time from work to have a baby that they might not even want. And then, they're, uh, then they have a baby and they've missed all that work and they're not even happy and then they're going to be even more unhappy at work. It's a cycle, you know. It's Why make people live, live their lives unhappy? I just, I just don't understand why some people just um, seem to think that they need to push their their thoughts on everyone else because everyone else should live in this one way that they think is right. I got a friend, I've talked to you about her before, that she's literally a one voter issue and abortion is that um, is that issue to her. Like she literally doesn't, she's Republican, Bible thumper kind of, you know, pers- Republican Bible thumper kind of person anyway. So, you know, but there are certain people out there that's literally all they care about. It's just this one little topic because they're getting by just fine in life and you know they go to church and they just do whatever and they don't really have any issues that bother them they're white they're happy they're straight whatever um they don't have any of these worries and they don't see why other people want to have these choices because they don't want to have the choice they want to be able to take the choice away from people like you and me and my sister and people that 
that might need this service at some point in time or other services that, that these companies like Planned Parenthood offer. Yep, I agree. Well, let's take a little break and we'll be right back. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Sounds good. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the bus. This is Doctor Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT. The butt. Yeah, yes, this is the butt. <laughs> are you enjoying our more relaxed? Are you our more relaxed show today, Justin? Uh, my life is always better when you're more chill. <laughs> I had a more relaxed day today. <laughs> well, one of my favorite topics to talk about is religion. I find religion just so fascinating. Um, the thought that people could put all these these imaginary stories in their head and make these conclusions that um, come up to equal real world things that they spend their lives on and their money on. Like my parents, I mean, my sister, these silly private religious schools that didn't teach us anything. And I didn't I learned less than just going to a public school, but they thought they should send us here. So she would end up being, you know, grow up to be good Christians and you know, not live in sin in Las Vegas. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. That's what she did back then, I guess. But um, I was reading this article, and it was entitled... Do you have the title of the article? Can you read me the title? Yeah, it is called How American Youth Lost Its Religion. Oh, I got an ad now. No, that's it. I, I, that's the <laughs> reason I wanted you... That's the reason I wanted... That's the reason I wanted you to read it, because... And an ad pop up on your ad Instagram? popped up, and I had already gotten to the part I wanted to quote, so I didn't want to have to get down there and have the problem again. That's actually the issue we had earlier with the Janet Yellen story. I like couldn't click the link; it just would not open. Jesus Christ! Uh, all right, but yes. So, not in the '90s. Like going to church was the thing. Like in the 2000s too. Like I was always like seen as like this terrible kid because all my friends believed in all this stuff, and I was always looking at them like, God, what's wrong with me? Like. Why don't I believe in this stuff as much as they do? And why am I not all like, they would always be like, stand up and get saved. And I'd be like, no, nah, I'm going to sit down. Thank you, though. I would get out of doing the communion because I would say there was like, no, this is too many. This is before COVID, obviously. But I was like, no, nah, there's too many germs. And I don't want to like, they would take a piece of bread, like a loaf of bread, and they'd pull little pieces off of it. Everybody would. It's like the minister, whoever, would be holding this little big piece of bread. And all these people would come up in a line, tear off a piece of bread with their dirty little fingers, then dunk it into a cup of wine, like a silly-looking little goblet from Harry Potter, and then put it in their little dirty little mouths, and then everybody would come up in a row doing that. And I was like, I'm not, I don't need to eat the blood of Christ to, to feel like a normal person. You all people look like not normal people up there spreading germs around, you nasty little fools. But this story kind of like helped me understand a little bit about like what I was thinking back then a little bit. So I do want to get into this little uh, this little article and read you a little bit about it because it kind of it's always helpful when you can 
read or see something that makes you understand yourself and your own thought press, don't you think? Yeah, I agree. Let's talk about religion. Let's get churchy. Can I worship the Lord in my own way? By praying like hell on my you know, deathbed. Worship's for everyone. <laughs> can kill you and it involves Relax. everything. Those pious morons are too everything busy talking to their phony baloney God. Just watch an incredible night unfold before you, but... How you doing? Peace just be see with it happen you. and Praise not participate, Jesus. but I'm believing that every one of us would <laughs> lean in, press in towards God, and embrace all that he has. <laughs> and the amazing promise of the God is the media said what? <laughs> Christian right is in decline, and you say it's taking America with it. You quote the chief executive of the Public Religion Research Institute. So the Christian right is on decline, and this stems from the 90s. Um, back in the 90s, if you said you were unchurched or whatever, people would look at you like, what? You don't go to church? You don't believe in God? What? Huh? Especially like in the South, like where I'm from in North Carolina. It was almost like a specific kind of church too, like Southern Baptist and Evangelical. I didn't even know what Evangelical meant until a couple years ago because I was just always like, it didn't mean anything to me. Like I was just like, oh, that's one of those other stupid words those stupid people talk about. Um, but by the mid-90s, being non-religious no longer meant being un-American, giving permission to a lot of closeted nons, as they call them, to begin expressing true feelings on surveys. So this is like what I said, like, People were just afraid to put on a survey. They don't believe in God or they were atheist or they were non-affiliated. Like, and then the word like um, agnostic started to come up in like the 2000s when I was in college where it's like you are, you believe that there's something out there maybe, but you don't, you know, it's not, you know, Jesus and the mother Mary and, you know, the Noah lived in the fish and all that, whatever all that nonsense is. But you're like open to, you're open to seeing different things and you're open to understanding all religions and why people associate with them um did you what was la like in the 90s when you were growing up were a lot of people churchy in in the west coast as well no la is not very churchy yes that's like it is here it's like not in in nevada it's not as churchy you know um but like in the south you know everybody in my high school was part of the youth group and all this nonsense and, and this, silliness. I think this kind of also boils down to is that, I mean, if, if you want to be religious, you know, that's why, you know, there's separation. Freedom of choice. Is that you're absolutely, you know, welcome to just do, do that. Enjoy yourself and, you know, wish you the best. It's, it's one of those things is when you start, you know, pushing your beliefs upon other people, like, you know, like I said, we can just use a more current, like gay marriage. Mm-hmm. Like it was, you know, it's, People would use their religious beliefs to kind of suppress uh, a minority class. And that's when, you know, when I start having an issue with religions, you know, pushing their beliefs onto, you know, just because they're the majority of the people pushing it onto other people to make mm-hmm. them feel that way. Uh, because it's it's never telling you never, you're wrong and they're right, even though they don't even know you. Yeah, I mean, and it's never cool when people do that in, in any sense. And I think that's kind of helped with the decline of, of with church and and so many other things because people started saying like you know my kid's gay or you know my cousin's gay there's nothing wrong with them i mean they're the nicest person i've ever met in my life or generations so was, like me grew yeah, up in the you, church and, and just kept like, my mouth shut well, until i knew i'd be old enough to make my own like, decisions or, and not do that nonsense or anymore. you're like you know this is the nicest person i've ever met in my life and like but this person I, that i see in church every single way who i know is an asshole how is he going to heaven and this person that's right you know sweet as pumpkin pie 
is, is going to go to hell, you know, just to be honest, I think it's, there's an intelligence thing to some of this too. I think certain people that are, I always talk about, you know, in school, there's, you know, there's an average, we got A's, B's, C's, D's and F's in school. So if there's those, those C kids that are average and there's the kids that are above average, everybody forgets that there has to be a whole nother group of people that are below average out there as well. And there's a, those below average people are the ones that things like Trump and QAnon and religion tap into. Why do you think they go to South America and Africa to try to turn people into Christians? Because they want to find people that are uneducated, that don't already have the smarts to know that it's nonsense and all made up to participate in it and give their money and time so religion can grow and flourish and not just fall away like it has here in um, most of our country now, which is God, hallelujah. I mean, that's the best thing that can happen to our country is that we move away from this silly Christianity and start thinking about each other as Americans and and as a as a group that all deserves the same rights. Not, oh, you're not part of my church, you're bad, or, oh, you're gay, or you're black, or your, your church is different than mine. It's just so stupid. It's just another way for people to think they're better than others, and that's how we have all these dysfunctional problems in our country that we have. And, and a fun news story, I know you like, you know, going shopping and, and, you know, finding treasures here and there. Oh, wait, are we moving on to the next segment? Oh, we're definitely moving on. Okay, fine. All right. Let's know, move on. I know on. you can talk about that for hours, but Fine. we're going to start putting people to sleep and people may be driving. That is just not safe. Somebody might need to go to church, Mr. Jesse. That is just not safe to be putting people to sleep. Like All right. That. Well, we'll be right back. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. All right, let's talk about some science, Mr. Jesse. They haven't given me rights to that song yet, so I can't play it for too long. But yes, Jesse, a woman finds an ancient Roman bust in a Texas Goodwill. Why is that science? Because it's like an artifact from history. It's science. Science history. Ancient aliens, Jesse, where have you been? Ancient aliens, it's obviously aliens. It's not science, it's history. It's obviously aliens. I don't have a history button, and it's in the, it's in the science <laughs> section. I was reading, I was like, well, how does this relate to science? I was, it's I always was aliens, at, where have you been? I was looking at the articles, like, well, is this some, like, special, like, scientific experiment was conducted on this and they learned how to make marble or something i don't no, know Jesse, I it's always it. alien and then i kept on seeing goodwill rock you know come up on the story so i was like okay i'll roll with it but also in uh it's always aliens mr jesse uh, always anyways but also in science <laughs> with you know the air tags uh 130 tesla vehicles recalled Touchscreen can go blank. Well, that's a problem. But is what is it, what is the touching screen that you need it to drive with? What I think it, I, I guarantee you a Tesla. I bet that touchscreen handles most things. Like on a Tesla, I think that computer system handles most of the things on the car. Like you know, I don't know a lot of it. The cameras and everything. That's just not good. 
That's like the uh, whole main computer. So I apparently, think. without the center screen, cars can lose rear view camera displays, yeah. settings that control windshield defrosters, and indicators that say whether cars are in drive, neutral, and reverse that can increase the risk of. Yeah, yeah, if you can't see. That sounds like a problem. Reverse, that sounds like a huge problem. Uh, Tesla's fixing the problem with online software updates that will improve temperature management on the upcoming computer update. And high-speed trains are a thing in Florida, and in Miami, one of these high-speed trains hit a scooter rider, and it's also been linked to 62 other deaths. Another radio show I listen to talks about some of these deaths that happen in um, Florida, uh, down in Miami, by this this train. And um, like we see here people riding scooters all the time. Everybody likes to be scooting around here in Las Vegas. Scoot, scoot, scooting. But it's never like the bird scooters or anything. It's always like... Um, the manual ones. Yeah, it's like the, the manual the manual kind of scooters, like the Razor scooters. I don't think they have um, a contract here with any kind of um, scooter company. Because or you couldn't like really use a scooter on the strip. I mean, people... That'd be, that'd that'd be yeah. too disruptive. I'm sure they outlaw that, yeah. What's next? You know, this person I was thinking, this person on the scooter was probably wearing some AirPods or something. Probably, yeah. They didn't hear the train. They had their noise cancellation feature on. But there should be a better way to, like, shouldn't there be a, something to come down to tell you there's a train Well, already it said coming? they went around the, the guardrail. Oh, well, yeah, that's just stupidity right there. That's your fault. I'm sorry. That's your fault. You can't see a train as you're going around a guardrail? That's just, no, that's your fault right there now. So this one's for you, Dr. Hate to Weber. blame the victim. What, what, what? So Americans are saying goodbye to grass. Oh, I like grass. More Americans embracing eco-friendly lawns I hate and gardens. Turf. turf is so ugly. Well, you know, when when you're on the the side we're on in the West Coast, the southern, you know, southern portion, water is a very, very precious commodity we're finding out. And grass is just one of those things that provides nothing to the ecosystem it doesn't capture carbon it doesn't do anything but you know drain water from our from our reservoirs so people are starting to say goodbye and here in in las vegas you can't even get grass anymore even if you buy a new house unless it's grandfathered into the home you just bought um, we still see it in the parks here, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of those common areas known yeah. for the common areas. Mm-hmm. But if you come here, you're going to have a beautiful desert landscape, which, you know, it sounds kind of like when you're, when you're coming from California, you have grass. It sounds like, oh, it's going to be ugly. It's actually really nice. You, you can know, get you, nice. If, yeah, yeah I mean, you can get some you get really nice, nice things yeah. and they do some really cool, you know, rock features with different colors that look amazing. Um, I just, yeah, I just don't see a, a use for grass and having to water it so much yeah. and having a you know, I like some the of the lawn, desert plants then, around. Then here. pull the lawnmower out and cut the grass. No, no, I don't want to do that. No, I don't so I mean, it makes sense to to you know get rid of grass in, in so many regards. And I think people are eyeing California because you guys are still you know you've got a lot of grass out there that you're watering. <laughs> well, in other news, do you remember last year when it was like every week there was like something else weird happening with the moon or some shit? Like there was always some kind of moon thing. Well, I guess it's happening again. How to watch this week's rare super super flower blood moon? I don't think it's making up names now. Total lunar eclipse? That does sound cool. Well, a spectacular full moon is fast approaching with plans to grace the night sky on Sunday night. It marks not only the super moon, but a blood moon thanks to a lunar eclipse. So this is going to be May 26th. Oh, this is, wait, this is old. Oh, no, okay, it says that last one was May 26, 2021. Yeah, see, remember? Like, I swear last year there was all, these things happen that often? I guess so. I, I feel like if these things like... happen that often, how, like, interesting is it? So when's the next one going to be? Okay, so this says, to 
the visible part of the eclipse will begin around 10.30 p.m. on the 15th, NASA says, and will end around 2 a.m. Eastern Time. On the fifth, this is the fifteenth to the sixteenth. Love how they throw in NASA says to make it all like legit. So, so I just got. I was checking you know, my social media. So Spain is is coming for the U.S. Not only not only is uh, not only do they have abortions out in Spain, they're also going to set to give women three days off during oh, wow. their menstrual cycle. Uh, show compassion for women. Well, good, they should. We should be doing a little bit more here for people that are pregnant and the women in the workforce that do put up with a lot more than guys do. No, no guy has to walk around pregnant for nine months while they're at work, you know? Exactly. Hmm. Let's think a little bit, people. Let's think. All right, well, Jesse, it is that time in America. We are fast approaching a November. Oh, God, here it comes. It's already started, people. It's election night in America, and a nation in crisis is at a crossroads. We're counting down to the first exit polls and the first results as our coverage begins now. Across the nation, in red states and blue states and swing states, voters are delivering their verdict on a norm-shattering president and two starkly different visions of America's future. The president of the United States lied to the American people, and he is unfit for this job. The Biden wins. Your country is gone. Tonight, President Donald Trump fighting for us. Well, we're doing it again, Jesse. Yes, sir. It seems like it was just like that was deja vu, right? It's like we're doing it all over again. It's like we never even it's like it's like it never even stopped. It's like the election it's like it continued on I mean, forever we're, and we're like not, we're, we're in not, perpetual election cycle. Yeah, we're not voting for a president this year, uh, but we are voting for some really important state elections and some Congress members this year. And it's one of those things, I mean, people get annoyed, but it is our civic responsibility as Americans. We should be educated to, as much as possible. To educate ourselves. And, and that's what we try and, to do. We really, try to educate, yeah. make it a little fun. So you're not just, you know, I, we try to give a most, you know, correct information as we possibly can. But we also try to inform in a fun, little free-spirited way where you can think about something yourself. And let us argue a little bit for you. We'll argue it out for you on here so you don't have to argue with your family. I'm not trying to argue. Well, before we continue with these election um, results, can we talk a little bit about what a primary is? I actually pulled a video. Do you want me to play the video or do you want to explain what a prim- what primaries are? I can explain a primary, but you, you're welcome to play the video. It's only a minute, 43 seconds. You know I love these little animated yeah, videos. So this is about primary elections and um, how they work. And it just kind of explains it because... Before I met you, I didn't really know about all this stuff, and because there I, and is, most uh, people don't. Because during an election, there is a primary, and then there's the general election, right? Mm-hmm. So let's 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 see what they have to say. Before the actual presidential election, a host of states hold another election called a primary. This part of the process is needed to figure out who will run for president in this each is, party. This isn't what we're talking. About. A primary oh, election I'm wrong? is held. See, at the I'm wrong, Jesse. Okay. So. Well, okay, so this, well, this is, wrong. is this is discussing a presidential. Well, it's the same it's, thing. It's in the general. same thing, but we don't want people to think that you know this has to do with. Well, it's know, still the same concept if it works. Like it they is, hold. It is the same concept, but I think at the same time it kind of confuses. I was people. confused. Okay, and because you you think that it only you're only voting during a presidential election. Um, well, you so, explain it. Yeah, How does so, it work with Congress people? Yeah, okay, so let's give you, an example of like Congressperson A and just give an example. Well, let's talk about like the, the general election. When you when you vote, when you get the final results and who won, that is called, you know, the general election. But in order for you to get one Democrat and one Republican 
on your ballot in November, they have to first battle within their own party, uh, which is called the primary. This is kind of like a basketball team. They all like play and then eventually they like all go to some kind of like final four or something so say it's like you you have a basketball team and you're gonna pick the the mvp of your team to compete against another team that has that's sending their mvp gotcha so it's gonna be a one-on-one competition because it's the best two players the best of the best the best we hope the best of the republican party is it and the best of the democratic party uh, are each gonna they're gonna battle for for votes within their own party to to see who represents them in November. Um, unless there is always a caveat, if you get 50% of the votes for certain races, you do not have to face a runoff. Oh, I didn't know um, that. And that's if you're not facing an, you know, another you know, party within that race. Mm, okay. So, so well, let's just give an example then because there's so a couple... Here, there's yeah, a couple... So, so, so here in, in, in Congress, here okay. in, in our area, we're... We have, you know, amazing Congress member, Congressman Stephen Horsford. Stephen Horsford. Who is the Congress member here in Congressional District 4. Yes! Who is not facing a primary challenge here this uh, this coming up month. So he will automatically move to the general election. Um, but then you have two... So what if somebody was running against him, then but nobody would, is, is what you're saying? If he had a, a, a Democrat that was running against him, we, he would be facing a primary, primary challenger. Gotcha. Um, as the incumbent. Uh, but since he is not, he moves on to November ballot. Uh, so you will not see his name on the ballot for the primaries. But what you will see if you are a Republican, you will see a few people uh, like Annie Black, you know, a Chance Ventura, Sam, uh, Sam Peters, that are all vying for the Republican nomination. Um, I wouldn't support any of them, but that's just me. But either way, one of them will come out of that, you know, Republican primary to go against uh, Congressman Stephen Horsford. Um, but yeah, that's basically how it works. It's it's your voting for your party. If you're a registered Republican, you're strictly going to be voting for Republicans in the primary. And if you are a Democrat, you're strictly going to be voting for Democrats. Oh, in I didn't the know that either. So you don't if you're if you're not independent, then you don't. You only if you're independent do you vote for both. Um, and I have to look for independence. Oh, it's, it's, it's a good question. Um, but you will have received a sample ballot in the mail, and in that sample ballot, uh, you will have a chance to pick, just check, and see who you can vote for. Because I know in the sample ballot received here, it's broken up into Democrats and Republicans. Actually, you know what? As an independent, you probably aren't going to vote because if there's not an independent, you know, candidate on that ballot, you're mm-hmm. probably not going to vote. That's mm, interesting. So. So oh, that's that's how it all boils down. Well, thank you, Mr. Jesse. That was good. That was good. Very good indeed. Yeah. So two Jesse, MVPs. He'll will be never playing. say his real name on air, but listen for that accent. He's our Ivy League educated Latinx political expert and way overqualified for this podcast. Let's get into some world and politics news, Mr. Jesse. Let's go. Microphone on mute, Mr. Jesse. Look at me being all kinds of unprofessional. Rookie. Let's try not to like manhandle it so much.
<laughs> this uh, Russian ambassador was doused with red paint by protesters in Poland, Sergei Andrev, and he does not look happy if you see this picture. I see the picture. I mean, I, what are you going to do, right? Um, and then Prince Charles... The queen must be on her last leg and death's door, people, because she is letting Prince Charles, who she doesn't even like, she doesn't even like his own, her own son, <laughs> deliver the queen's speech for the first time. So we'll see what's going on with that, because don't, don't be surprised if she doesn't, doesn't last the next like two or three months. And then in the Philippines, it looks like they're going to have a new president or prime minister, or they I'm not quite sure what they have there. Yeah, they have presidents. Dictator. I mean, the last, the current president's like a dictator. Well, this is the son of the namesake dictator, and he is on the cusp of winning the Philippines presidential election by a landslide, according to preliminary officials. So, well, we'll see what happens with that in the Philippines. And then Finland, they are on the verge of taking their spot on NATO. What do you think about that, Mr. Jesse? This is something we should actually discuss because we've talked about it before. In theory... How does this affect the world structure and NATO as a whole, positively or negatively? I mean, it's positively affects NATO. The the thing that's only been kind of looming over uh, them joining NATO is Russia saying that there's going to be some swift action if Finland does join. Don't they say uh, that about NATO. everything? There's going to be swift action for everything. So it's like, no. I mean, it, at some points they're threats. They, they I feel do, like, but at the same time, it's yeah. not something you can just overlook. Mm-hmm. They are a nuclear powerhouse, and it's something that. You know, you have to enter in cautiously and, you know, with, you know, some thought and intent when you do these kind of things. True, indeed. And then my, I didn't know your monitor went out over there. I must have, uh, I must have crashed the Chrome browser, Mr. Ooh. Jesse. And then I, I this is the story you absolutely yes, love. Yes, and I have the video, you, but go ahead yeah, and talk about Ukrainian it. Ukrainian explosive sniffing Jack Russell Patron. Dog awarded medal by President Zelensky for service during the war. Let's see if we got him. Little Patron. His name is Patron. It's so cute. And medal for the dedicated service. A service dog. Slowly makes me cry. Look at his wagon's old tail. He's got his little handler. I love it. So the president actually puts the metal down on the little Jack Russell's head? I'm going to name my next Jack Russell Patron, Jesse. Hi, I love everyone. that one. That's a great one. That's my Thanks favorite for checking one. Out the ABC News and then also, Bono like was, I guess, just in Ukraine. Did you see this? Yeah, so U2's Bono and Edge play a surprise acoustic set in Kiev in the bomb shelter. It was pretty good, too. I actually have a little bit of them um, playing and then a little bit of them walking around the city interacting with people it's pretty good let me uh let me pull that up here in a second um i know i'm not a hugest fan of bono but i i assume he is kind of like a social justice person right you know um here we go you two singer performed alongside his bandmate Edge in an underground tube station in the... They were joined by a Ukrainian soldier during the gig. Well, afterwards, he spoke to Sky's Mark Austin. I just wonder what you make of what you see here. Uh, I mean, we just, you know, it's the usual thing. You you get out of a motorcade. um, You can't ever really 
have a sense of what these people have been through, no real sense, the, though it's stark, the evidence around you, the, the shock of the mayor's daughter, Jolina. This incredible, Jolina, come in here. Yeah. Just a, this incredible woman here. She was telling us a story and, and just being, bear witnessing, um, bearing witness. So I suppose that's what we're here to do. Essentially, we were invited to come by President Zelensky. What do you think of the people? All right, well, I love it. Let's get into some pop culture news. Mr. Oh, Jesse right here on the Dr. River Project. The most famous, the most glamorous place in the world. It's a place of dreams, hopes, and riches, and its streets are filled with the studios, homes, and landmarks that are monuments to its greatness. Let's go Hollywood backstage and see this unique and fascinating place called... Hollywood. So have you heard anything about this Amber Heard girl um, from the Johnny Trepp, Don, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial? They're saying that she like snorted cocaine or something. Um, this, this trial is like making news like crazy. People love talking about this. I guess she put a Kleenex up to her nose. Is she like a known cokehead or something? Is that what it is? The just so silly. Well, they're claiming that she put up a Kleenex to her nose and had, like, cocaine in her or something and snorted cocaine um, during the testimony she was giving, which is kind of, like, brazen, obviously, if you were to do something like that. But I guess they're saying, you know, you know how they are about celebrities. They're like, oh, look how terrible she is. She's a celebrity. She must be doing coke. <laughs> but um, somebody else that might be on coke, Jesse, uh, have you seen Britney Spears' new... She keeps... Putting out nudes, apparently. Is she? I saw like her like TikTok videos. She keeps putting out like nudie pictures of herself. She's feeling herself. Whatever, yeah, it's fine, you know. Her and Madison Cawthorn should get together and do a video. <laughs> well, Britney Spears and this guy Sam Ashinger—is that his last name? Ashar. If he's smart, he'll take the Spears. Sam Spears. That sounds good. Sam and Britney Spears. <laughs> Well, uh, on May 8th, the uh, fiancé Sam took to Instagram story to reveal that they have set a date for their upcoming nuptials. Um, So the 28-year-old actor, I guess he came out on Mother's Day to announce that. Does it say when they actually are going to get married? It doesn't say. Oh, well, here, in September. No, 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 they got engaged in September. It doesn't say, does it? I thought they would say. But she does have um, two children. Do you know how old her kids are now? Like 14, 15, right? 15 and 16. That's crazy, right? Jeff uh, Federline. Kevin, Kevin. Kevin Federline. Kevin Federline. (laughs) Jeff. (laughs) Basic white boy name. I love it. And uh, Westworld dropped a new teaser. I was going to watch it because it looks so creepy, but that's one of the shows I don't think you'll like. So only watch it when you've like fallen asleep and it's just so in-depth that half the time I lose track and I have to like restart. I've restarted season no wait i've restarted season two no no i've restarted season season two (laughs) i think at least like one time it's a good show i really like it um like uh, raised by wolves on hbo max another great show it's just like it takes a lot of effort and some of these shows are just so freaking weird that i almost get confused like what weird ass show i'm watching let's talk about a a movie that everybody's kind of excited yes let's avatar 2 the teaser trailer is finally here is everybody ready for avatar 2 i didn't really love the first one that much it was i, I okay. liked it let's, let's see the trailer it gave me a headache you know i don't like those 3d things
So there's like zero dialogue. It's just like... It's visually appealing. It's very visually appealing. I almost forgot we were doing a radio show for a second. This December. So they're like building some new structure. This is definitely a teaser. There's like no plot whatsoever. So I guess he's the guy, the main guy is like fully integrated into the Avatar world now. Well, it does look cool. I mean, hasn't it been like 15 years since, or 20 years since the first one? I know one thing. Wherever we go, this family. Well, there you go. Avatar, the way of water. <laughs> Only in theaters this December. All right, well, that looks actually kind of good. I mean, that'd be a good movie to take a nap to, it looks like. But there's something better coming out. Yes, there and is. Only a oh my few God. days away. What can't is wait. it? Oh my God. Mama freaking June from Honey Boo Boo People. All right, so let's see. Mama June. Road to Redemption. From Honey Boo Boo to Road to Redemption, from Toddlers and Tiaras to her own weight loss, weight loss show to getting all cracked out on meth and heroin or whatever the hell she was on. And now she's like back at it, out of rehab. Mama June, Alana Thompson. Let's see what we got. And is it Pumpkin back? Pumpkin's back. Pumpkin and Josh and the baby. And I think there's a baby on the way. I'm this so excited. This season on Mama June Road to Redemption. There's a lot that I have in behind closed doors that a lot of people don't know. You go back on whatever you say. It's not what? that easy. Mama's bad choices are finally catching up to her. I'm scared. I know what Gina's capable of. What if something happened to her? I don't know what's wrong with Mama. And the truth coming out. Mama June and her new boy toy. $50,000. Where does she find these men? Convicts.com. <laughs> yes. I've seen them tabloids. Meanwhile, our family is going through some big changes. Oh, so cute. They got a baby. Oh, he's got a little red hair. Especially with Alana getting older. The only thing I ask is respect. And oh, that's Alana's boyfriend? I'm just going to break your neck. So it's controversial because she's oh. 16 and he's 20. I thought you were saying it was Mama June's boyfriend. Oh, I thought you meant Mama June was dating a 20-year-old. Well, she's dating a 25-year-old, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Give her some slack. That's great. Okay, well, is this out yet? Friday. This is out Friday. I got my headphones tangled up here. Alana is mine, and I can take her back anytime I want. She can't do that, can she? Take her ass to court. You all are looking for sole physical custody. And I'm so sick of it. You better get ready for a fight, and I could possibly lose Alana. The new season of Mama June premieres Friday, May 13th on WeTV. Stream every moment Tuesdays on All Black. Use code WeTV for 30 on days On what? Free. All Black? What is that? All Black? Is that like yeah, an app? It, I think it's a... Uh... African-American network. Called All Black? Yep. Okay, Jesse, now, I'm just saying, if I started All White TV Network, people would be outraged, all right? Yeah, well, maybe if you don't enslave a whole people, maybe you have that privilege. Of Let's get into some sports news here on the Doctor Whoever Project. To be able to put the ball in your hands. Your hands are what makes it possible. All the back. Hard the we had a goal and we had a dream. It's a pretty special it's feeling. Thinking. It's a dream come true. And it is yes. uh, a dream. <laughs> that's kind of gay, but... It's blocked, and Seasting hit it off.
Well, Tom Brady continues to stay in the news. He retired, then he came back, and then whatever. And now he claims he's going to be joining Fox Sports as the new broadcaster uh, after he retires this coming year. I don't know if that's news or not, but I just threw it out there because, you know, I try to cover all of everything. And then some more sports news that I thought was more relevant to us and our show that we do here um, is the story from the Delaware State University. I've actually, I used to live in Philly, so I went over to Delaware every once in a while. I don't think I was at Delaware State. I think I was at Delaware University, the blue and yellow. These guys are like they're red and something. But anyway, um, just that area in general. I remember students at that school telling me and joking about how white they were. Like there was a girl, she had a, a black boyfriend. They were hanging out with us when we were doing some promo stuff. She's like, oh, yeah, they're so racist here. They only let black people come into the school if they're on an athletic team. And this is about 10 years ago, but still. Um, so when I saw this article pop up, entitled Delaware State University's Women's Lacrosse Team pulled over in Georgia and searched for drugs, Jesse. Um, this clip is actually interesting, and I want you to watch it because I feel like it explains a lot about the situation. Delaware State University's head women's lacrosse coach has a message for the Georgia sheriff's deputies who boarded the team's bus on their way home from games down south. I want them to know they, that that was a traumatic experience. We had some young ladies that that was their first experience with law enforcement. On April 20th, Liberty County, Georgia deputies pulled the Delaware State team's charter bus over on I-95 because they say the driver was illegally driving in the left lane. Minutes later, they're on the bus. You guys are on the lacrosse team, correct? They're telling the young women they were going to search their belongings for drugs. And their response was on this stretch of highway, uh, that a lot of buses like this are smuggling people and narcotics and that they have to be vigilant about checking. With no reason to suspect the players had drugs, they basically told players to come clean. If there is anything in y'all's luggage, we're probably going to find it. Okay? I'm not looking for a little bit of marijuana, but I'm pretty sure you guys are chaperone. I'm probably going to be disappointed in you if uh, we find it. Sydney is on the lacrosse team and has since written an article about the ordeal for this HBCU's student newspaper. It was definitely because majority of us are black. Oh, majority of my team they're black. HBCU. My black the bus driver was black. So there was no correlation between um, a traffic law violation and them checking our luggages. Marijuana is still illegal in the state of Georgia. Okay, so I didn't know that, that uh, it, it's an HBCU school, which is a historically black uh, college or university, well, I right? mean, first of all, these officers go on the bus and... And automatically saying, you know, I you mean, black people must have weed. You obviously have weed. It's still illegal here in your state. Like, who are like seriously? What is, right? What is, what is the the what is innocent until proven the, guilty? What does the driver's infraction have to do with any of these college students? Agree that are college students that are also uh, athletes. This is such an overstep and an over. And you're going to uh, search their be- women's belongings. Both these guys should be fired. Officers. They should be fired, Just, and no, they should be fired, and they should be prosecuted. For unlawful search and seizure. That's, that, this is ridiculous. And it's it's also has to do with their redneck white guys from the South. And, you know, their Yankees from up in Delaware. Like, yeah, I've lived in so many places. But I understand that, like, people like my dad and people in the South, they're like, oh, them Yankees. I don't know why anybody want to live up there in the North for. It's like, they just see it as such a foreign country. We're all together. We're all people. Everybody wants to smoke a little weed every now and then. Relax. But let's see how it turns out for them, Mr. Jesse. 
The deputies right. and their police canines never found any drugs, and eventually they told the team they were free to go. The president of Delaware State University says he's absolutely... So they didn't even find nothing, Mr. Jesse. Now reached out hmm. to Delaware. Nope. So what do you think about that? What's your, what's your opinion on this? You know, like I told you mine. What's your opinion? I mean, it's, it's definitely one of those cases where uh, there's an assumption that yeah, there there is drugs because of the way a person looks. I mean, I feel like if in a normal situation, if there's a bus full of, you know, if there was white women, they would they would probably say something to the driver or maybe, you know, pull the driver out and see if they're on drugs to make right. sure that the, these innocent girls get to their, you know, their sporting events safely. Uh, let alone, you know, search their stuff. With they were thinking, dogs. ooh, we're going to find a big and, and bus. We're going to make ourselves proud. They're, they're going to come back and they're going to applaud us. We arrested all these black people today for drugs. Look at how great we are. Ridiculous. Hmm. Rednecks. Let's get into some LGBTQ plus news today, Mr. Jesse. Let's go. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. Yeah! LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. So like feminine, or are you more like masculine? feminine? I can already tell when you open your mouth, the rainbow fell out. <laughs> That's one of my okay. favorite clips from Mama June, the original uh, TV show that was on TLC. Uh, but uh, Grinder, the famous dating app where so many people meet the love of their life, they're going to cover gender reassignment surgery for their workers, Jesse. Oh, okay. This is another company doing something good Weren't for they a their company a little while ago. Grinder? Yeah, they were owned by a Chinese company. Oh, I don't know that. I always thought that Grinder was like started in America, at like American company. Seriously, are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure about that. Do a little Google while I read the next story. Find out who owns Grinder. I mean, it could have been sold. One other gay news: Ross Matthews, one of the most famous gays there is, he's gonna marry. Dr. Wellington Garcia, whoever that is. I just yeah, think it's so it nice that right. he's like, getting so married. So going back to that, so Grindr oh, was, was sold by Chinese owner after U.S. raised national security concerns. Yeah, but did they? I don't think Grindr was started in China. It might have got bought, but I don't think it was started there. Yeah, huh. so well, not, I didn't say it started there. I said okay, it was okay. owned by. But so it was China, started here. So China-based okay. Beijing tech company bought Grindr in 2016. God, they have so many wiener picks. the company public. And a large stock offering in the U.S. intervened in 2020. Interesting. God, why do they want Grinders to be wiener owners for? are straight? They said, <laughs> and that's okay. That's hilarious. All right. Well, what else we got, Mr. Jesse? All right. You ready to zip through the rest of the news we got today? Let's go. All right. Let's zippity doo dot through some of that news you might have missed from earlier this week. It happened on one of them zippity doo dot days. Now that's the kind of day. When you can't open your mouth without a song, jump right out of it. Zippity doo dah, zippity My oh my, what a wonderful day. Well, Florida is at it again, and here we go. Uh, the governor is writing a bill requiring education on the communist regimes in public schools. But again, sure, why not? Why shouldn't kids be educated on everything? But. Why are we picking these very obscure things to, like, say kids need to be educated on? It's just so strange, right? Just it's, odd. it's all politically motivated. It's all politically motivated, yeah. And if you're buying into it, you, you're the one that's getting played by the game they're playing. Um, some Americans, Jesse, died at a Bahamas resort. They I were just hanging that. out at the sandals in their room 
And I think there was something to do with the air conditioner or something like that. And they died, Jesse. Uh-huh. You gotta worry, like when you're. We stay in hotels all the time, like especially here in Vegas. I don't know, man. I'm starting to check some check some stuff. Did you say you on, wanted you know? to go to this place? Or I've always wanted to stay at this. I've, I've been to the Bahamas. I've been to the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. If I go back to the Bahamas, was it a wanna, Sands company? No, no, no. I stayed at the Atlantis, but I've always wanted to stay at a Sands because their commercials just look so fun. It's always like you know people having a great time just hanging on the beach drinking a margarita. It is fun until, until you die. die. Uh, what else we got? Oh, there are unconfirmed reports that the Supreme Court justice had to flee his home in the light of the Roe v. Wade opinion, Jesse. And I guess this leads to some of the new things that were in the news today about um, they're trying to pass laws, or maybe they did pass a law um, for protection against for protection for uh, Supreme Court families, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that happened today. Well, I mean, yeah, we can't have people attacking government officials and on either side of the aisle. That's that's part of the problem of January 6th. And, you know, didn't Dave Chappelle just get beat up at a, you know, like... I heard something about that. Yeah, Dave Chappelle got attacked apparently by a transgender person and, you know, Will Smith smacking people. Everybody's just kind of lost it, you know. We need to all just relax a little bit. Right here, right here it is right here. Uh, the Senate passes a bill to protect Supreme Court justice families. Um, in lieu of these things that are happening, and you know, I'm okay with that, right? You know, mm-hmm. the way they write those things, they want it to seem like they almost want you to be like, oh, well, you know, why, why? That's bad. But I mean, I feel like it's a good thing. Did you hear about this GOP um, primary winner that was accused of killing his wife and actually put himself on the ballot from jail? You told me about this Republican. Okay, so this man, where's he from? He's got to be somewhere in the south. An Indiana man who was accused of killing his cancer-stricken wife has was seeking a divorce, but he won the GOP primary this week from jail and will be on the ballot in November. If Go not, Republican. If not convicted, it says. Yeah, so like, you know, another primary news. <laughs> All right, let's see. Las Vegas has been in the news also lately. I mean... Craziness has happened. Let's get into some of my local Las Vegas news. All right, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. go Look go. out, Las Vegas. Well, somebody's burning money because Formula One Racing bought land here in Las Vegas for $240 million. These um, Formula One increases in demand are coming on the heels of that Netflix TV show that was about Formula One. And that has shown a measurable increase in the demand for Formula One fans here in the States. Yeah, they just had a big race in Miami. Oh, did they? Okay. Um, this guy actually is a Formula One kind of like expert from Europe. Because, um, you know, they care about it a lot more over there than we do. How about I let him explain it for us, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. One has announced a new track for 2023. Yes, you heard that right. As of next year, we will have a Saturday night race on the F1 calendar. 
Well, for me, it will be an early Sunday morning race, but officially it will be held on Saturday in Las Vegas in the US. It'll finally give me a proper taste of what it's like to be an F1 fan if I was from, say, Australia or America. Honestly, I take my hat off to you fans that watch the sport even though it's mostly on at some ridiculous hours in the morning. Fun fact, this is the first time a Saturday race has been held since the 1985 South African Grand Prix in Kyalami. Another fun fact, the race next year will be the 75th World Championship race not to be held on a Sunday. That is 75 out of a whopping 1,059 points paying races, meaning that 93% of F1 races have been on a Sunday. The last time F1 visited Las Vegas itself, it was in a very different setting. In 1981 and 1982, the Caesar Palace Grand Prix was hosted in a hotel car park. Yep, you heard that right, a literal car park. It's safe to say it was a complete failure. I mean, just look at the track map for it. Absolutely horrendous. All right, so that's what's going to be on Saturday. Interesting. So it'll be like a Saturday race. In 2023. In 2023. That's kind of fascinating though, right? I mean, we're always talking about how Vegas needs to keep, you know updating and doing new things to bring people in um well at least they're not bringing people in in barrels jesse you know but but i'll back on to that you know formula one thing is uh-huh. people are wondering why they actually purchased so much land because they didn't make plans for a track or anything like they didn't lease the land so we're kind of people are still asking like well, i'm what sure they're they, gonna build what a whole gonna do with thing all over that there. yeah, yeah I mean, they're gonna build a whole it's gonna be a whole complex like a it's going to be a whole like ballpark kind of thing, but for Formula One. And they might even build a casino and stuff. Who knows? You know, it's because that's the thing nowadays. People don't just want to go to a race. They want to go to a race and also have all these other experiences around it. That's what, that's, that's what people want nowadays. Well, what people don't want is to find a dead body in Lake Mead. <laughs> but apparently it's coming up all over the place, right, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, like we were discussing uh, before, you know, Lake Mead, the water line is kind of depleting a little bit um and and more human remains were discovered at lake mead this this saturday afternoon yeah and police are telling people to expect more bodies uh so we'll see what pops up it says uh the national park service rangers received witness reports that human skeletal remains were discovered at calville bay in lake mead national recreation park around 2 p.m. on Saturday. And there's other, you know, stories. I feel like every day last week, it seemed like it was popping up. Um, there was another body found in a barrel that is likely a gunshot victim from, you know, like 40, 50, you know, 60 years ago. I do have a small little clip. Do you want to play it? Sure. I don't think it's very long. Body found on the shore of Lake Mead, just outside of Las Vegas. Boaters found a man's body over the weekend inside this corroded barrel. Authorities have determined he was murdered sometime between 40 and 50 years ago. And the ongoing severe drought in that area is leading to even more discoveries in the water. While on that scene, one of News Nation's investigative teams discovered a second barrel near the site of the first. Oh, wow reported it to police and police say that second barrel thankfully was empty but J- david charn joins us live now so david you actually discovered that second barrel well, this guy discovered it when you found it yeah nicole sort of an odd and eerie story so we were out there doing the story on the first barrel that was found over the weekend oh he's a reporter that barrel okay. had already been taken to the coroner's office here so they could try to identify the remains inside of it so we were on the beach there we saw where it was there was some debris left over it was pretty obvious where it was 
And then my photographer says, okay, well, there's another barrel several hundred yards just down the way there, down the shore. So he's getting video, you know how it is. The reporters are sort of waiting around as the photographers are doing their thing. I go over and there's this 55-gallon drum barrel stuck in the mud just down the way from the other barrel. All right, we got to go out there and check this out. I want to go out and see what's going on down there, Mr. Jesse. That could be fascinating. What do you think? Yeah, I'm not in the mood for hunting dead bodies in Lake Mead. You're just no fun at all, Mr. Oh, Jesse. The, the excitement never stops with you. <laughs> all right, you know, everybody likes money and cryptocurrency, so let's get into some bad money with bad bunny, Mr. Jesse. Let's go. My mission is simple, to make you money. I'm here to level the playing field for all investors. There's always a bull market somewhere, and I promise to help you find it. Mad Money starts now. This picture came, uh, is where came my name, you know, Bad Bunny, because I was, I don't look mad, but I know that, that I was mad. I was mad, you know, I was trying to smile again. Like, yeah, that didn't work. With the basket full of eggs. Yeah. No. You were an actual Bad Bunny. Yeah. And that's where I had to see. And all right, well, the insider reports that this $6 trillion in wealth that has been created by the housing boom all across the country is really going to help launch our economy's future. It'll help so many people send their kids to college, launch businesses, and even grow their wealth more. Or build a pool. Uh, build a pool, hell yeah. The pandemic housing boom has driven $6 trillion in new wealth from homeowners. Because we were talking about this before. So that's how the economy works, the free economy. You you go buy a house, you get a loan, you pay interest. People get car loans, you pay interest. All those interest money, they work, and then the bank loans out more money to other people to help them buy a home and start new businesses. And that's just how it all works as a cycle to help each, each other out. Um, but this study goes a little further and says even... The average American now has access to $185,000 in equity that can help them build more wealth by going out and buying maybe a property to rent or doing home improvement on their home to increase its value and um, borrow against it later on. All these kind of things. Um, but, you know, renters, they have a little bit more of a problem because say you do go out and you buy a property, you want to rent it out you're going to be trying to rent that property off of a current market value, which is so much higher now than it was about a year or two ago, right? Yeah, it's true. And I mean, and I think this is why we've, um, this kind of explains, you know, when we talk about reparations and, and things of that nature, when, when we talk about, you know, homes that have been taken to minority communities, this is like a really clear article that lays out, you know, the importance of being able to own property and mm -hmm. actually what that actually does to a family through the generations of, of time. Um, so this is, you know, a clear, clear demonstration of how important it is to, to own homes because for most people, you know, the wealth you gain from your home is usually for many people, the only way to actually develop wealth in this country.
So, a true. And also we got the California governor. He has issued an executive order on cryptocurrency as the state tries to embrace this blockchain technology. What do you think about this? I don't know too much about it. I just know that they're trying to regulate it to have some more consumer protections in place. You know, they want to regulate everything in California. Yeah, so they can make money off of it. I, I always use the example of the e-cigarettes. Like five years ago, everybody was vaping, vaping, vape, 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 vaping, all these kind of juices, watermelon, make your own vapes, going to vape stores, or open up all over the place. And then what the government come in and do? <laughs> Boom. No more vapes. No good flavors. No nothing. All those things kind of shut down. That whole, all the commercials shut down. And then transition a couple years ago and what was replaced with that was dispensaries all over the place but that was done in a regulated way it was already set and regulated and that's how they were able to do it um the problem comes when they retroactively regulate things like this like crypto is already in place people like it people use it and i don't know how much they're gonna like um any kind of regulations because that's the whole point of crypto right was there was no regulations on it right yep hmm. well we'll see what happens with that because nothing good lasts forever and nothing is free and get rich quick schemes that usually don't work people <laughs> all right well um, for every 14 year old millionaire out there there is somebody sleeping in their mom's basement but we're gonna wrap it up mr jesse Let's go. All right, today on the Broken Hip Hop Wrap Up, we have Young Thug in the news. All right, Mr. Jesse, do you know who Young Thug is? Yeah, he's a rapper. Oh, okay. Well, apparently Young Thug is in a little bit of trouble. Um, This actually came out today, May 11th. Georgia rapper Young Thug charged in racketeering case? I know, rack. that's one of those words you always hear. You're like, what is racketeering? A rapper charge of racketeering. Let's see what this is, Mr. Jesse. Thug was arrested at his home in Atlanta. The artist, whose real name is Jeffrey Williams, is facing racketeering or RICO charges along with a Rico slew of a other charges. He was one of 28 people indicted, including an artist named Gunna, who released a number one album this year. At a news conference yesterday, Do you the know who these people are? attorney mm -hmm. says she's committed to eliminating gang violence no matter who's involved. It does not matter what your notoriety is, what your fame is. If you come to Fulton County, Georgia, and you commit crimes, and certainly if those crimes are in furtherance of a street gang, that you are going to become a target and a focus, focus of this district attorney's office, and we are going to prosecute you to the fullest extent of the law. We've also learned Williams' song lyrics are being used as evidence in this investigation. Atlanta police say Williams and his affiliates commit around 80% of all violent crime in that community. What? Wait, now, wait, 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 wait. They're saying that this guy, the rapper, and the people he's associated with are related to 80% of the crime? Is that what she said? I believe so. Wow. That's interesting. 
Well, that's a broken hip hop wrap up today. You always try and maybe try to be a little more positive, but um, you know, you can't be positive with that, right, Mr. Jesse? I didn't know it was gonna be that. I thought they were gonna catch him with a gun or something, you know what I mean? Wow. A fifty-six count gang indictment. And it is, it's like, yeah, him, Jeffrey Williams is young thug. And who's the other guy? Young Gunna? I, I don't even say anything, I just let you try and pronounce his name. <laughs> uh, well, we'll keep you updated on that. That's an interesting one. I really did. I really thought it was going to be like something kind of simple, you know, not, not, not that like serious of a deal. That kind of seemed really serious, right? Seems very serious. Mm, well, I actually like some of these songs when I when I was searching. You know, you know, usually I don't know any of them, but this one's actually sounded a little familiar. Alright, well, if you stuck out for the whole show today, again, appreciate it so much. Go ahead and follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Breaker, all those great, wonderful platforms. And our video podcast is on Spotify. We are one of the unique podcasts that have been access granted early to be on Spotify's video service platform and we're trying to use it it's a little difficult because you can't put the whole show like we put it on the normal podcast so if you see the show listed twice and one of them says video show that's what that's all about but we want you to enjoy it and watch it and learn a little bit with us because this is the dr ever project where everyone is an expert on something all right you ready to wrap it up mr jesse let's wrap it up all right let's wrap it up Look at me like I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I give them the peace. I'm out. All right, as always, check us out at doctorwhoever.com. Later, peace out. Bye. Later. I'm a rocket, rocket. I can stop it, stop it. I'm a GTV. Okay. Bye bye. I need coke, need coke. Like where the fuck is poppin'? If you try to run off, you know we popped your knife. First you get that.